the light element is increasing very quickly. Spring is upon us. The length of the day is rapidly increasing. Brighter mornings. More light in the sky. All around us, the spring flowers appearing, hyacinths, primroses, oxlips appearing, the buds on the trees starting to manifest. It's the season of rampant becoming. This is the nature of spring. After the, the sleeping of winter, life underground, then things burst forth. They have their season with the increasing light, warmth, the natural world, beautiful, gladdening to the heart. But uh, as W.B. Yeats put it, caught in that sensual music, all neglect, monuments of unaging intellect. When the heart is swept up, in the beautiful energetic becomings, then it forgets. Caught in that sensual music, there's neglect. Not to suppress or to criticize or negate the natural order, but not to get drunk on it. This is the, the task that we have. As new life comes out of the ground, to establish the heart that knows it, feels it, is aware of it, without being identified, without being caught in that sensual music. This primroses, hyacinths, rise out of the sleeping ground. We use formal practice, powers of wise reflection, mindfulness, investigation, to look at that pull, the tying of the heart to time, to identity, to location, is root qualities of identification. Dependent origination begins with the words avicca pachaya sankara, ignorance, conditions, formations, or as Lumpur Sumedha would put it, ignorance complicates everything. Avicca pachaya sankara. So this indicates the way that as soon as there is a lack of mindfulness, clear awareness, then the realm of subject and object is brought into being, obtains a quality of substance, seems real, me and not me. Me experiencing the world, subject and object. This can seem, uh, sound a little bit clinical or philosophical, but feel it, know it. When there's 
a quality of attuned, awakened awareness, then there's no real division between subject and object. There's the knowing of this present reality. As soon as that mindful awareness, awakened awareness slips, becomes masked or distorted, as soon as there is ignorance, not seeing clearly, then there's a me here watching my mind, a me here listening to the world outside, a me looking at my thoughts, my memories, a me practicing, experiencing the passing of time, a me sitting here in a world out there. Self and other, subject and object. They take on a form, they become apparently substantial, apparently real. Avicca pachaya sankara. When there's not seeing clearly, that root division starts to appear. And it takes shape in form of time, attachment to the seconds passing, it loses that timeless quality of presence because of being caught up in the patterns of change. The Pachupana Dhamma, the Akaliko Dhamma, is forgotten because of the attention latching on to the Kaliko, the time bound, the beginning and ending, sounds arising and passing. Feelings in the body arising and passing. Visual forms arising and passing. Because of attachment to those changes, the patterns of change and their colorful, fragrant, interesting qualities, then the unpatterned, the unformed, the timeless is missed. That's how it works. The unborn, unoriginated, uncreated, unformed gets forgotten because of ignorance and the attention latches onto the born, the originated, the created, the formed. It takes that to be the reality. So with that ignorance, with avijja, that not seeing clearly, then time, identity, Location all seems so real. Me sitting here, you out there, I'm hearing these words. I'm sitting in this spot. The shrine is over there. The people are around me. The floor is underneath. The roof is on top. The ground down below, the sky above. We don't notice that the mind is creating that perception of three-dimensional space, up, down, here, there, inside, outside. It's forgotten that the mind is creating time, overlaying that on top of the timeless reality, the Akaliko Dhamma, this ever-present reality of this moment. Now these are subtle and profound qualities of attachment. 
for we can see them coming into being. Notice when there is clear awareness and there is that awakened awareness, unobstructed, uncluttered, attuned to the present, there isn't a sense of time, there isn't a sense of identity or location. Here and there don't apply. Me and you don't apply. Then and now don't apply. The heart knows that, feels it. There's a sense of, of course, this is the real, this is the ground, the basis. And then when the attention slips, caught up by an ache in your leg or a sound outside the temple, feeling in your mouth, a change of light in the space where we're sitting, the world comes into being. Avicca pachaya sankara sankara pachaya vinyanang vinyana pachaya nama rupang nama rupa pachaya salayatana Subject and object, the mind and the world spin into being. The senses are given greater substantiality and then their objects are taken to be reliable, real, solid. My eye seeing that visual form, my ears hearing those sounds, my tongue tasting these flavors, my body feeling these sensations. And with contact, then feeling. And if there's a lack of awareness, the feeling conditions craving, then clinging, becoming, birth, born into a sound, born into a sensation, a pattern of light, a memory, a hope, a passion, a worry, a plan. Sokaparideva Dukkha Domina Supayasa. the burden of the world on the heart, me here carrying the world, stressed, burdened by that world. We can see this pattern taking shape moment by moment. And then when that's recognized as as what's happening, the mind losing its focus, getting caught up in Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, that sensual music. Wake up. Re-establish the quality of vicha. See how time stops. Here and there doesn't apply. I don't apply. There's a wakeful awareness knowing this moment. It's exactly like this. When there is vicha, awakened awareness, the quality of the present is peaceful, spacious, energetic, non-personal. We can see this over and over. As soon as there is that quality of vijja, awakened awareness established, then here is simplicity, spaciousness, delight, 
peacefulness. As soon as the attention drifts and gets distracted by a memory, a feeling, an opinion, a mood, a sensation, then it rapidly moves towards Sokaparideva Dukkha Supayasa, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair. If we use the meditation and the powers of investigation, wise reflection, these root habits of identification can be explored. Sense of self, me here, the world out there. To question that polarity of subject and object. Who is it that's aware? What is there to be aware of? Does this moment have an owner? Does this mind, this body have an owner? Who is it that's practicing meditation? Who asks this question? And when those kind of investigations, those inquiries are posed with mindfulness and wisdom, then immediately the heart knows who is the wrong question. What is the wrong question? Who doesn't apply? What doesn't apply? And there's a moment of clarity. The grasping falls away, and that quality of awakened awareness is freed freed from its usual colorations and Distortions. Where is here? The mind can contemplate that feeling of locatedness. Where is the mind? Again, if that kind of a question is posed with mindfulness and wisdom, in clarity, recognized immediately, where is the wrong question? Where doesn't apply. Awareness, location, does not apply to the world of mind. Certainly it does in terms of material form. I am sitting here. The doors are over there. The ceiling is above. The floor is below. The shrine is behind. In terms of Rupakanda, Location applies. Three-dimensional space applies. In terms of mind, up and down, here and there, front and back, don't apply. Where does my mind stop and your mind begin? Where doesn't apply? The mind is essentially unlocated. Awareness does not apply. That we can investigate those habits of creating a place where I am, where things are. Look at that, explore that, question that feeling of, of awareness, locatedness, to puncture that illusion, to challenge the kind of assumptions, the conditioned perceptions that 
affect the way the present is experienced. Just to suggest where does not apply. The mind is, but it's not anywhere. Awareness is meaningless in the realm of mind. It's like saying, how, how much does silence weigh? What color is peace? What's the flavor of serenity? Those don't apply. Misplaced ideas. So similarly, time, location, identity. Explore this to see that they are two misplaced ideas, given more reality, more substantiality than they really possess. They're convenient ways of talking, convenient fictions. That's all. They're not a reality, nothing substantial, nothing reliable. Convenient designations for the purpose of communication. That's it. What is the nature of the heart when it doesn't give that false substantiality to time, identity, location? Also to concepts and language, number. What's the nature of the heart when it lets go of all those familiar patterns of attachment, habits of attachment and identification? How is it? What's its quality when all of those varieties of clinging, attachment of come to their end, when they pause, when they stop. Knowing the heart, free of grasping, free of clinging. Feel that, know that. Let that be the ground of Dhamma practice, embodying Dhamma, being Dhamma. Here it is, 